The She Strong Media Podcast is a place created for the Christian by a Christian to equip you with the word of God that will help you navigate through everyday life. My name is BC Courage, I'm your host, and my belief is that God loves each and every one of us so dearly, and His desire is to see us joyful, healthy, and enjoying our everyday life. So I invite you to come alongside with me on this journey as we learn more about God and grow closer to Him. God bless you and let's talk more in the episodes. Hey there friend, you are welcome back yet again to another week on the podcast. Now this is called the She Strong Podcast. If it is your first time here, you didn't get that at the beginning properly. I am your host. My name is Courage and I'm really grateful that you're here today, my friend, because I'm really excited about what we're going to be sharing on today. And I just believe that God brought you here. That is like my belief on this podcast. If you ever find yourself here, it is your first time. I've been praying for you and I believe that God brought you here because he probably wants you to get something. You know, he wants you to learn something. And that's what this podcast is all about. Because I think the other day I was thinking to myself and I was asking the Lord because I was trying to like write some few stuff out. So I was like, how can I really describe this podcast, Lord? What is my niche? And I was like asking him for him to really like direct my heart on where I want this podcast to move forward in the future. And to be honest, the one word that was coming to my head, if I could describe this podcast, would be growth. Because I think, to be honest, like from the first account that we had of this podcast, we've gone, we've gone through like a progression and a journey. I remember telling you guys, this was like my online journal where I just come on here and we're literally doing life together because I think you guys have seen me through every phase of my life. You know, you guys have heard my sad stories. You've heard my journey with the Lord, my faith journey, my growth journey. When I lost people, when I gained people, when I was out of shape, when my health wasn't so good, and when my health was good, you've heard my you've heard my my journey with community, with family, we just work with everything. Like we've literally been doing life together. And that's something that I really think it's evolved over time. So the one word I would ever describe this podcast is growth because I've really seen myself evolve through every single season, through every single episode, and through every single thing that I'm sharing with you guys, the things that I'm learning new, the things that I'm practicing, and just the things that God has been teaching me. So I really hope that you listening to me on the other side, if you've been here for a while, I hope that that's what this podcast is doing for you. It's inspiring you to start up some new habits. It's inspiring you to step out of your comfort zone, to move out in faith, to get a good community, to pray more, and just to do the things that the Lord has called you to, because that is like my only desire with this podcast, is to help us be better people, to help us really evolve and become the people that God wants us to be. And even talking about evolving, you know, I've I've had an amazing week because literally I am recording this episode on the first week of November, and it's it it it's a combination of because I, I it was my birthday on Tuesday, which was the thirty first of October, so it was a combination of my birthday and just God ushering me into this new month, and also I was thinking about how time is flying. I mean, guys. I know I've said it here a bunch of times, but then I feel like we are blinking and 2024 is literally looking at us in the next two months. Like we're in November. I mean, guys, like we're in November <laughs> and December is like three weeks away. 
isn't that amazing and just in four more weeks it is going to be 2024 and you know i was thinking about time and just looking at how fast it's moving and i think whenever i think about time two things come to my mind which i'm going to share with you guys right now the first thing that comes to my mind is that jesus is coming back again sooner than later and you know when i say that i am really not trying to instill any fear in anyone i really just feel like whenever we think about jesus coming back again whenever someone says jesus is coming back again i think it should put more joy in our hearts than fear because for me that's how i see it whenever i picture lord jesus christ coming again in triumph it gives me so much joy it gives me so much peace because i don't know about you but i am definitely looking forward to a world that is void of suffering is full of like happiness and worship a world that is um just filled with so much more peace than what we have now i'm looking forward to eternity because it says like we've seen how the bible describes how um eternity is going to look like when jesus comes back and i think for me i'm really looking forward to that that's why it fills my heart with so much joy because i'm telling you like jesus will come tomorrow i'd be very happy <laughs> but also sometimes when i think about you know um time and how it 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 feels like you know jesus is coming back again sooner than later i'm also thinking about what am i doing with this time that the lord has given to me this time that is moving so fast it is literally like flying whether it is slow or it's fast whatever it is what am i doing with this time that the lord has given to me as a gift because the truth is time is a gift and it's a good gift actually it's not a gift that should make you want to rush things not a gift that should make you want to do things like i want everything now 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 because i don't have time no you have all the time in the world if you can use it properly like all of us on the face of the earth, we are all given equal time, 24 hours a day. What you do with that 24 hours a day is up to you. If you can maximize it, if you can use it to your benefit, if you can use it for your good, then you are definitely making good use of it. So sometimes when I think about these things, I'll be like, what am I doing with this time that the Lord has given me? Am I really using it to grow myself? Am I really using it to work in my my purpose and my destiny? Am I really using it? To live out the life that God has planned and purposed for me to do on the earth. Like, am I really maximizing and making use of this time that the Lord has given me to be a witness of who he is? Um, What does my life speak of? And all these questions I ask myself when it comes to time. And I think sometimes when we are talking about, oh, the year is running, um, things are happening so fast. I think we should stop in our tracks and not keep focusing on the year is running. Like, we should stop focusing on... Oh, everything is moving so fast like if you are really like reflecting properly and then just like um you are just being calm with how you're taking things one step at a time you are moving towards your goals and the things that you're doing one step at a time you will not like always be fighting with time that's what i feel sometimes that you will not be fighting with time because sometimes we fight with time because we are discontent we are like, I want to get to the, this place very fast that I'm going to have all these things that I think I need to have. But to be honest, like when you live in contentment and when you're not always like trying to grab things, trying to hoard things onto yourself, 
like you will live in more contentment and you will stop thinking that you're running out of time so may i just i just don't know why i'm talking about all these things but it's just to encourage anyone who's thinking i haven't done the things i said i would do this year i always tell you guys be very graceful with yourself as much grace that you extend to other people make sure that you are giving it to yourself 100 percent too and take your time life is not a rush it is not a race you don't have to do everything in one year remember there's another year coming take things one step at a time and i always encourage you guys to find balance in life you should know when you are being lazy and not actually doing the things that you need to do and you should also know when it is that you need to stop in your tracks you need to rest you need to breathe in the things that you have already before trying to get more things or before trying to achieve more things because sometimes we're we're in a rush and we miss the good things that are really happening to us and the things that god has really placed in front of us and i think it's just a really really good reminder when it comes to time is running out i haven't done the things i said i would do but then it's okay it's okay for you not to do everything you said you would do you can still carry forward the plans the next year be kind to yourself be really really kind to yourself practice breathing exercises you know for me that's something i've been doing like Especially if I'm going through like um, a really, really fast day, which is something that I've been having a lot lately, especially with my work. I would stop in my tracks and I would just breathe. Like I'd, I'd practice breathing exercises and they really, really helped me to like calm down and to be like, I can get all my tasks done on time before I actually complete my eight hours of work and go home. And I'll take my time and if I don't finish it, I make sure that the next day I would start all over again and do the things that I didn't do from the, the previous day. So don't run with time like don't rush with it don't fight it don't don't feel like you know you're running out of time maybe with your job maybe if you're single you're like i'm running out of time i need to get married and maybe like even with your school maybe even when you look at other people's life you're like i'm so weak I'm, I'm like really behind i i need to be here i need to be here trust me you are right where you need to be you know funny enough i was listening to a podcast just this evening and I watched this this girl and she said something because the topic was all about being single in your 30s and how it is like. And one of them was saying sometimes she would compare herself with other people when she sees her friends getting married, getting kids and all these things. But then she has to like um, let the spirit of the Lord really work on her heart with all of those things. And she realized that she becomes better after she has spoken about all these things that she's feeling with the Lord. And then the other lady was like, she had another perspective, which I think it's okay. It's okay to find people like this. Like you can have, you can be on this end where sometimes you find yourself comparing, which is totally okay. Because I always feel like whatever that we, when we have these hard feelings and emotions, I always think that the Lord is using those hard feelings and emotions to work something in you. It doesn't take away your peace, the frustration of you not having partner or for you not having the things that you think you need to have is not supposed to take away your peace from you when you have those hard feelings and those hard emotions that you think that something is really wrong it is because maybe the lord is trying to tell you that something is wrong and maybe you have some work that you need to do he's like he's like alerting you that there is something that you need to do so sometimes we shouldn't like try to run away from the things that seem hard but then it just it's just an alert that there is something that you need to do um to get to the next stage of life right and the other lady like her own opinion was like she was like when it comes to comparison 
especially in these areas of like marriage she was like i've never experienced it and she was like i'm someone that i think if i look back properly at my life i have not really experienced comparison like comparing myself with someone if my friend gets married before me she was like her two sisters got married before her and all of these things and i was like just so amazed by her because i'm gonna tell you guys this thing and i really want to say it because i think it's possible to live a comparison free life and sometimes I always hold my tongue back with saying this because it might hurt someone, someone who's really struggling in that area too, because I understand that we, we all could struggle with this and it is okay. You know, it's very, very valid. It's okay. And that's why we need the Holy Spirit because when you when you struggle with these things, then you ask for his help and then he's going to really, really help you. And I think it's it's okay. You know, it's not it's not to shame anyone who feels like that. But also looking on the other side, I think it's really, really possible for you to live that kind of life. You know, because I had an experience, I think, last year where um, I think I was having a conversation with a friend. But before, before that, we were having a conversation because of, because of something that had happened before. And I remember I was talking with her because we were kind of in the same boat. I was like, I was like, to be honest, where I am like sitting on right now, like even not right now, I think it's been a part of like my life. I ain't looking at nobody's life. Like you can be flying, you can <laughs> you can be doing whatever you're doing. It's on you. Like do that. I'm gonna celebrate that. And to be honest, I think living like that like made my life more peaceful because sometimes the highest person that I was always hard on, which is something that I really worked on, is myself. I would look at myself and I would be like, I, I, I would want to be better than the person that I was yesterday. I would want to be better than the person that I was before. And I just think looking at other people's lives and being, you know, maybe you're comparing yourself to them. It's like, Joyce Meyer says it's a disgrace to the Lord. And more reasons why I love Joyce. But I think like, just think about it because the Bible has said, how God sees all of us and how God made all of us. I think when you ground yourself and root yourself in your identity in Christ, it helps you out. Now, I'm not saying sometimes you're not going to look at someone's life and want to be like, wow, they have an amazing life. I wish I had that life. But I think as you progress in life, especially it's something that I have seen, you know, I feel like as I've progressed with life, I'm like, I don't want anyone's life because if they probably give it to me, I am not going to be able to handle it. And if they give my life to them, they will not be able to handle it. Now, I think that's something that we should all like breathe in and think about it. If they give you that person's life that you're looking at it and you're like, it's all perfect, it's all aesthetic, and it's all amazing, like, you know, would you handle it? I don't think you will. They are probably battling through things. And even if they are not battling through things, that is not God's plan for your life. God has another beautiful plan for you the same as he has another beautiful plan for his other kid. And you should try as much as possible. Like, work on your heart with these things. Because that conversation I was having with that friend, like, we were, like, like there was there was an issue that happened happened with another friend. And, you know, we, we, we heard some things being said, like, I wanted to, I, I was looking at your life and I wanted your life. And sometimes for me, like, I've, for me, when I heard that, like, it was, like, it was heartbreaking for me because I'm, like, I never want to have someone look at me and be, like, I want her life because in my eyes, I'm, like, sis, you don't want this. Like, it's a lot of hard work. And aside from that, there was a part of me, like, that was before I went to counseling and I had to work through a lot of things. But then there was a part of me that was, like, what part did I have to play in making this person feel like this? But to be honest, I have my own issues that I'm going through. Everyone is going through something, Okay. 
um you cannot say someone else is making their life look so beautiful you know that it's causing you to to sin in that way because like that's it you're using your eyes to do other things um but i think it's something that it's for the other person who is looking at that person's life in another way to really sit down and ask god like why am i trying to be like this person why am i trying to want this person's life and in that conversation with that friend that i was talking to because she also experienced the same thing and she was like someone was like asking her like have you never looked at this person and you were like i want their life i want it she was like no i haven't i've just been living my life like freely i've just been being myself i'm not hoarding every anyone's life i'm not trying to covet anyone's life onto myself and like i was so blessed when i heard her say that because sometimes you can be thinking these things but you don't know how to say it and when i heard that girl say that thing today i was so blessed by it because i think many more people do feel this way and they need to talk more about it so it would help some other person who is really struggling in that area and sometimes you would have sometimes when you're like lord when is it my turn and it's very valid for you to like look at the Lord and say, Lord, when I, when is it going to be my turn? Like I remember a few years ago before I started like visiting other countries, I would be like, Lord, when is my turn to actually just travel and get a vacation? <laughs> like I'd be like, Lord, when is my turn? And every time I would see someone, now this is something that I had to like really work on because every time I would see someone traveling, I'd be like, Lord, I'm still waiting for my turn. When is it? And then the turns finally came and then they became too many. And then now I'm exhausted. But then what I'm trying to say is um, your time will come with everything in life. Your time will come. And I think the journey and the lesson comes in the waiting and how you can be present in the, in, in the moment while waiting for your time to come. And I think with everything that happens in our lives, God is trying to teach us something. So maybe this is for someone. Don't rush your time with everything in life especially in this generation like i'm telling you this generation there's too much pressure there's too much pressure let me say it with an african accent there is too much pressure the pressure is getting wasa <laughs> i don't know if that's south african or that's something else but then the pressure the pressure sis but there is something like i'm in my 20s i'm in my early 20s and i think this is that age where you can get so pressured, you can get pressured by society, you can get pressured by the people around you to want to run, to want to get things faster. And the way our generation is moving right now, if you haven't like worked on your heart with the Holy Spirit, you will you will definitely get swayed, you will definitely get shaken off your roots. Because you're gonna look at someone else and be like, I wanna get what they got. But then like we look at people who are like 30 years old and then 45 and they have some things that you at 24 you want okay like you it's not like you sometimes you want but you need okay but then sometimes the younger ones want to have what the people at 45 have when they've not gone through the whole four decades and a half to actually experience the thing that those people have experienced to get to where they are you want to get it fast 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 and that's what this generation is doing. Like, this generation wants everything so fast, you know. The quick money, the... You see someone's marriage at 55 years of anniversary and you're like, you want your two-year marriage to be like a 55-year-old marriage? I'm telling you, sis, you are playing yourself dumb because those people have invested so much time in that marriage and marriage is beautiful. Marriage is amazing, but marriage takes a lot of work, okay? It takes a lot of work and you need to be ready for all of that work. If you look at someone 
55 years of marriage and you're like trying to make your husband all perfect trying to change him or he's trying to change you or whatever you guys are trying to do like it's it's really gonna be hard on you all so i'm trying to say every good thing takes time every good and beautiful thing takes time and that is something that if you can sit with it if you can just like hug it you can like have it sit in your heart i'm telling you it will change your entire life so if we're talking about time like never like hoard someone else's life never look at it and be like i want it they have perfect skin i want that perfect skin they don't have a care in the world i i want that kind of life who told you they don't have a care in the world they choose their response life and i think that's something that we all need to come to terms with every so, things happen to everyone but we all have a choice at the end of the day you choose how you respond to life and i think you know just maya said something one time she's like you're looking at someone who's skinny and you're like jealous of them and like, why am i not skinny why am i not this she was like they put in a lot of work to get to that stage are you willing to put in a lot of work so if you're looking at someone else's life and you're being like i want that life are you ready to do what they did to be able to get to where they are when someone looks at me and they'll be like, oh, you're so disciplined and all these things and all these things, I want it too and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, are you willing to wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning when everyone's sleeping? Please tell me. If you're willing, let's do it together. So sometimes, like for me, I've experienced this thing. And this podcast is too honest at this point. But you guys know, like I am not going to say anything that I'm not practicing here. I'm not going to say anything that I'm not going through here. I remember there was a stage in my life, you know, before I got into where I am right now very good place god is good you know with the kind of community that is very supportive and doesn't make me feel bad for my habits and how i live life and to be honest and when i talk about doesn't make me feel like bad for my habits and how i live life is because you know when you're in a community that everyone is very focused on what they are doing everyone is focused on their growth they they don't see your growth as a threat to their growth they see your growth and they encourage your growth. They see your growth and they pray for you. They see your growth and they want to walk alongside with you because they're very confident in their own purpose and they're very confident in their own destiny. And they're very confident in the plan that God has for them, knowing that all of you will not have the same plan, but all of you are working for one purpose only. And that is um, to glorify the name of the Lord, to magnify him and to be a witness to him on the face of the earth. When you have people working like that, it makes your life so much more easier. So, um, I've experienced like two truths where I used to like to be like to be honest, I used to be in a state where, you know, I I didn't want to how should I say it? People made my growth, people made every step of growth that I was trying to take made me they made they made me feel bad about those steps that I was trying to take. Does it make sense? I don't know, guys. Like let me know if it makes sense. But then I'm trying to put it in into words that are understandable. But yeah. There was a time in my life that I used to feel very bad for the fact that I was making, I was trying to make some changes in my life that were going to be good for me in the future. And I remember in episode 43, I think I was telling you guys how a few years ago I wrote down the kind of woman I wanted to be. And at that time, I was nowhere close to the girl, probably still not close to the girl right now, but I'm taking steps. And I think the most important thing is for you to keep taking steps towards the future you. And I want the future me to be glad that this present me took a few steps that, you know, that they will be proud of in the future. So 
like your community matters when it comes to growth and when it comes to time like when you realize that kind of thing and to be honest i'm not the only one going through this sometimes when i have conversations with people i get to really hear what people are also going through and i think when you're in a community that celebrates growth that celebrates some certain kind of things that you're trying to do it helps you really become because um it's been an it's been a like it's been an amazing year i'm gonna put it like that i think 2023 has been a surprising year and um I I mentioned to you guys that it was my birthday the other day and how, um, you know, when anyone was like, oh, you've done so much and you're just 26. And I'm like, sis, I ain't done nothing. You know, that judgmental me comes out. That person who doesn't see my own growth comes out of me. And I'm like, I still have such a long way to go. And I think when I ended my last counseling session, like it's been a really emotional week for me. Um, I ended my last counseling session with my counselor. We've been going at it for eight months. I've been meeting her every single week. And I think we took a break like during summer. And sometimes maybe she has to travel and we'll take a break. Or maybe I'm not available. But then I've been meeting with her consistently. And I think I've, I, 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 I'm really going to miss her. But I think when we were ending our session, she was like, Courage, we're going to list down some things you're grateful for. And I was like looking at her, I was like, I was like, I've really had a really hard month. You know, every single October, it becomes very hard for me for some reason. But the Lord really blessed me with this October because I realized that every time that it's hard, something hard happens, I get to learn something new and I get to like, it ushers me into the next age. You know, I don't know why. Maybe you guys should let me know if you're, if your birthday month is like this, because my birthday months, it's like I'm always battling with something. And then on my birthday or after my birthday, I realized that, oh, I've learned something new, you know. And she was like, we're going to write down something we're grateful for or the things we're grateful for. And she even wrote it down like she was telling me what I'm grateful for because I told her I cannot see anything. And I think just finishing that counseling session, she reminded me that, um, you know, Sometimes the things that we're grateful for are more eternal than they are physical. And sometimes you cannot see them. That's why you need the right community and the right people in your life that can mirror it back to you. You know, people that can actually look at you. Because to be honest, your friends are your mirrors. They will tell you what you cannot see in yourself. It's the same as how the Bible tells us who we are. Because you don't know who you are until your manual tells you who you are. Your creator tells you who you are. So... Like she said some few things. She even talked about she was like, even even your job that you're really you're really like not happy with the job, but then God gave you that job. You prayed for the job. You wanted a job and God gave it to you. And there's so many people who don't have a job. Now I know that's a another angle to come from this with, but sometimes like really just looking at yourself and saying how grateful you you are, you know, for the basic things of life that God has really provided for you. Because I realize that when it comes to the to the area of provision. So many of us don't really trust God in that area. I mean, we all say, oh, I trust God until something really tests us. And then you really think to yourself. And then you have to really know that at that point, if you really trusted him or you were just saying you trusted him. And when it comes to provision and the things that we need in our lives, like money, like provision for our kids, for our lives, for our daily needs. Sometimes those are the sm- those areas that look small. Those are the, the areas that are really, really big. And those are the areas that we really um, haven't really trusted God in, you know, we haven't really said that, Lord, you are enough. And um, I think when this song, Jireh, because you, you guys know Jireh means Jehovah, my provider, something like that. And when this song Jireh came out by Elevation Worship and Maverick City Music, 
I remember the testimony that Chandler Moore gave about the song. He was like, his house caught on fire. He lost everything. And in that moment, he brought he broke out singing, Jaira, you, no- you are enough. Like, Lord, you are enough. You will provide for me. Even though I've lost my house, I've lost everything I have, you will provide for me. And I think sometimes when I'm going to a hard season, especially with finances and especially with the things that I want, I want, but then I'm like, you know, you have to be, growth is so amazing. Like when you're, you're growing, I mean, now I have priorities and I'm like, oh, I, do I really need to touch this money? Do I really need to use it for this purpose? You know, and just like really trusting that God is my provider. God is my, he's my Jehovah Jireh. He will provide for the small things and the big things and everything in between. And, you know, so we just wrote down things I was grateful for. And I really saw that the Lord has really been good. He's been good. And one of the things that I think I was super grateful for is that before now, like, to be honest, like before now, I would start things and I don't end them. I mean, it's it's, it's amazing because I was looking at it the other day and I was like, there were so many things that younger me wanted to do and she never finished them. Um, I had these amazing ideas. I had these things that I really wanted to do. This fire that was burning in me, but I would always start things and I would stop them. I would start things and I would stop them. Then it hit me how in such a short period of time, I've been able to start so many things and actually finish them and actually do them properly till the end. And just that realization alone, I, I have two things that, you know, really helped me out with, with actually starting things and finishing things. Number one is that I really got to ground and root myself in my identity in the Lord Jesus Christ. And I also like got really deep with the Lord. Aside from getting really deep with the Lord, I didn't let people define me anymore. Like I I decided that the Lord God was gonna be my definition. And no matter what room I walk into, like it's on you. It's on you if you wanna feel any way that you wanna feel. But then I was like, it's not my job to interpret how anyone else wants to breathe in, you know, their own life or whatever it is the thing they need to do, you know, because it, it's mean. I think it's really mean sometimes. It's really mean when, you know, you, you, maybe this is, this is too honest now, <laughs> but I think it's really mean when you you try to make your friends feel bad for the things that they can do and you cannot do. You know, it's really mean when you you say things out of like self-pity. I don't know if it's self-pity and sometimes there's a sarcasm somewhere under it. And to be honest, you don't know what you're doing to the other person like mentally. I remember like it took me a very long time and I always thought that something was wrong with me. Like, you know, why do I even have all these ideas that, you know, it would make someone feel bad about themselves? And I remember there was this friend that she was like, one day I was talking about something and she was like, she literally like shouted at me. She was like, stop it. You are not a burden. You are not, you know, a nuisance. You are not this. You are not this. You are not that. And there was a friend talking. So sometimes um, your community really has a big role to play, even in your purpose and even in your future. And I think I remember... Pastor Michael Todd, I watched this TikTok video of him the other day and it has stayed in my head because I think you guys know I love talking about community on this podcast because I've seen what community can do. It can make you and it can break you. The people that you have around you, the Bible wasn't playing when it said that, you know, you need to be wary of the people around you and that they could also corrupt you as much as they can help lift you up. You know how 
um the friends that uh, help the man get get healed you know there's some friends that are really gonna take you to the master and then there's some friends that are gonna leave you in your situation because all of you are just comfortable and all of you are just the same and then no one is making progress all of you are the same so um pastor michael todd was talking in that video and he was like some of you haven't reached full potential because you have not found the right partnerships and the right communities and the right people and i was screaming because that was me and as i was talking with my counselor i knew we were ending things and i was looking at the year and the year before this and just looking at the things that i've been able to really write down and i've been able to really do i was like i'm really grateful because i feel like i finally found like the right partnerships and i found finally found like the right community and i've also really found myself so this is what has really helped me to be able to start things that I say I would do and actually finish them. And it's, I think for me, it ended up being like a really, really encouraging season, especially with my birthday and just with so many things that came alongside with it. Because before my birthday, I was really, really struggling a lot. I think I said that to you guys in episode 43, where I was really, really struggling. And, you know, I was like struggling with my self-worth. I was struggling with my mind, let's say that. I was really struggling with who I am and I was really just feeling like this emptiness. And it is it's amazing how these feelings come and go, you know. That's why you shouldn't like you shouldn't like you, you shouldn't like concentrate on your feelings because to be honest, they will come and they will go. But whenever they come, I feel like the Lord is is He will use that as an opportunity to bless you with something bigger and something greater and something like amazing. So um just just that realization i was like lord thank you for the right partnership thank you for the right words that you're bringing on me because i think you know i was looking at my past the other day and i was talking with a friend she literally made me to cry on my birthday she was like i want to let you know that whether you are wrong or you are right in whatever decisions you've taken in your life i want you to know that i will always be your biggest supporter and i know that the lord has led you to take every decision that might have been hard but it was for your best and it was for everyone else's, you know, good. And sometimes like for me, like just reading that message that she sent to me was such an encouragement to me because, you know, there are some times that you take a decision that looks very, very, it's, it, it, look, it doesn't make sense to anyone. And because it looks normal to the eyes of anyone who wants to just see in the flesh or in the, in the physical but there is much more to the decisions that we take in this in this in the spiritual world and there is so much more depth to the decisions that we take so because she was like she she knew everything that i had gone through and the decisions that i had to take to be able to pull away to some things that looked okay but were not really okay and were not really meant for me and then the lord like me taking that very very hard step in obedience and just like taking that decision that you know everything looked okay but then you everyone thinks it looks okay and just me really taking that hard hard decision because everyone would look at you and be like she's she's crazy why is she doing this you know everything is fine here why is she doing this but then the lord was ushering you into a better place so sometimes the decision that you want to take it looks all good you know people are questioning you they're making you even question yourself like why are you taking that decision but to be honest, the Holy Spirit that led you to take that decision will help you to stand your ground. Because for me, I took a really hard decision that no one was seeing the spiritual side of it, but everyone was looking at the physical side of it. And that turned out to be the best decision of my life. 
and just the fact that I've been able to end things that I've been able then I started was is just like the biggest thing ever so I was just like I was just like really blown away to be honest because when I ended my counseling session which is something I'm grateful to God for we looked at the year this same year I also ended my um hospital checkups and hospital visits and that has just been another milestone for me I think I ended that earlier on at the in in, in the beginning of the year and then now out of counseling even though I'm going to be meeting her up like maybe once or two twice in four or five months just to check in and see how things are going because every christian needs jesus and you need therapy i don't care what anyone says to you you can pray all you want prayer is so important i'm telling you prayer is important the word of god is important therapy is also important or seeing a counselor or seeing someone older than you is so important you being accountable to someone physically is so so important and especially someone who goes back to the word of god I always talk about that part and I have a therapy I have a therapy episode on this podcast. I really encourage you to go back and listen to it. I don't know if it makes as much sense as it does now because now I've gotten like a bigger perspective to everything. Um but yeah, I really hope that it makes more sense to you. But every Christian needs therapy and they need Jesus because there are some times that you think you don't have anything, you know, you're like I'm all good. But then when you start digging up and when you start talking, you realize that there were some things that were rooted and grounded in some places that might have been affecting your life when you didn't really see it. So we all need Jesus and we all need therapy. And not only in that, but then sometimes your mind really plays a trick on you, to be honest. Like I've seen that in my life because I'm someone that I'm usually in my mind a lot because that's where the creative stuff happens. And I start thinking too much and extending the thinking. <laughs> but I think sometimes, especially when I when I began therapy and everything, when I voiced out the things that were actually in my head, I would realize that there were some there were things that were really small. But then my mind made it big. You know, my mind magnified it. But they were really, really small. So having someone that you can just feel safe to actually express yourself and actually talk without feeling judged and just feeling like you're being listened to, you're being heard, you're being seen, it really helps you out. Because when you say those things that you get to know that your mind was just playing the tricks on you and that you can actually move forward in life. You know, so yeah, I just really wanted to share that that part with you all. But then I really encourage you guys, like do the exercise. Write down the things that you feel like you've done this year. And don't be looking at, I bought a house. Don't be looking at, I bought a car. Don't be looking at, I did this, I did that. Like to be honest, those things are so important. I always tell you guys, those things are so important. Look at all of those things. But then to be honest, you will find your real growth. In the smallest things, like I did my exercise every day. In the smallest things, like I prayed every day. I met my community once a week. I did this for my friend. Or I went out of my way to help someone who was in need. That is where you really find the joy. You know, and then still celebrate the new house. Still celebrate the new car. Okay? But I really encourage you guys, like, take stock of your year. And don't let anyone rush you. Don't let time rush you. Don't let yourself rush you. Because sometimes we are our biggest problems. <laughs> like, we are our biggest problems. We always be doing crazy stuff to ourselves, you know. I just wish sometimes we would um, see ourselves how God sees us. See ourselves how other people see us. And just be able to live a peaceable and joyful life, you know. So, I'm going to give you guys, um, I think, should I make it two habits? Because I wanted to narrow them down to just one. Just one. I want to give you one habit that I know will get into the end of the year. You can always start. 
and maybe if you've been doing it kudos to you i celebrate you my friend um but just quickly before we end the episode i'm gonna give you guys one or two habits hopefully i get to the second one that you know i feel like if you really begin it it's gonna be a game changer for you i really believe that the lord can do amazing things with this particular habit and that is the habit of seeking the lord every single day of your life and every single morning let's just i don't know how to put it like i was trying to find a beautiful line to like make it look nice and everything but then i don't know how to say it again but then it is making the habit of seeking the lord the first thing you wake up in the morning and i know sometimes we're not going to do it i don't do it every day you know like being humble open and transparent here i don't do it every day um but to be honest i think when you make it a part of your life and you practice 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 you will want to do it every day because the one day you don't do it you will feel the effect on your life and that has been me like the day i don't do it i feel the effect on my life and the next day i'm like i cannot miss it because i know what i i miss when i don't actually do it so when you keep practicing like every other thing in your life you know like how when you go to the gym as you keep going you keep going you're working up the muscles you become stronger that's how it is with the word of god every single day as you study as you study it becomes a habit you want to do it you want to do it you want to do it you cannot go a day without it and it is possible to seek the lord every single day when you wake up in the morning and i always encourage you guys like it doesn't have to be a perfect aesthetically aesthetically pleasing thing where you have this color pencils you have a journal do what works for you like i always say anything that someone shares with you like i'm someone i I watched Lavender. I don't know if you guys know Lavender. Um, Lavender, she's a YouTuber. She's not really a Christian. I think she's a Buddhist or something, you know. Um, but she has like this. She has like she has a, like uh, a collection of planners that she created. And I'm someone who journals. I found her channel like by mistake me, and I've loved her ever since. And praying for the Buddhist part of her. <laughs> but then, like, I just love the fact that that girl. Even though she's not a Christian, the amazing thing that she's been able to do and create with the power of her mind. Now, just look at that girl who is not a Christian and doesn't know half of the things that God says that she is in the Bible, hasn't really studied her word, but she is making such an amazing use of her mind and the ability to create that God has given each and every one of us. Sometimes when I look at her, I'm like, what about me then? Who knows the word of God? Who has the authority you know bestowed on me by the holy spirit and who has the holy spirit living inside of me just imagine the wonders that i can create knowing the lord and then fully using my imagination fully using my ability and fully using my mind you know so i i watch lavender and i just love how she curates the power of our minds and she's not doing like this i don't she's not doing like this crystals and astrology or anything no she's like if you want to do something, you can do it. Then she breaks it down into steps. If you want to wake up in the morning, make sure you have your gym clothes laid out. Make sure you have your pen. You have your alarm. Like she gives you these basic, basic steps for you to be able to do the things that you need to do. It doesn't need to be like a big, big, big plan, you know. And you need to do what works for you. Like I always say. So me watching Lavender, Lavender inspired me actually. Watching her, I didn't want to do things the way she did it because it's not going to work. Her life is not my life. My life is not her life. So whatever someone is doing that is inspiring you and you're like, I really wish I could do those things that she's doing. 
it should be an inspiration for you now to sit down, have a reflection moment, look at your own life, look at your routine, look at your work schedule, your church schedule, your community schedule, and then you fit in those new habits that you want to create into your schedule. Make things work for you according to you. Don't try to do things like the way another person is doing. Everything that other people do that inspires you, it should just be like an inspiration there. Just an inspiration for you to be able to cultivate your own habits that would work for you. So, like, I'm just going to give you guys, like, a brief run-through of how I do it in the morning. I think it is very important for you to just, like, start with the prayer of, Lord, help me to seek you every day of my life. Just start with those that basic prayer. And, you know, for me, it took years for me to get here. I think um, for the most part, all my life, like, I was born into a Christian home. And then I got serious with my Christian faith earlier on in my 20s and just like all these steps but I feel like all my life just in the last two and a half years I've really really taken this seeking the Lord in the morning thing very very seriously and I've seen the drastic change in my life like I'm just telling you guys I've really evolved in a very short period of time and I wouldn't have done it without this very thing that I'm sharing with you all today to be honest I wouldn't have done it without God I wouldn't have done it without getting to really cultivate a relationship with him. So for me, like, I I have my alarm with me, you know, in the morning. And my alarm is like my phone, you know. And um, um, when it goes off in the morning, I would turn it off. And I would literally just leave it there. Like, I would leave it on the bedside because I'm not taking my phone with me every, anywhere. When you wake up in the morning, your phone is not the first thing you should reach out for. Like, it's not. It's not it. So for me, mostly what I would do is I would turn on my alarm, I'll pick up my journal and my Bible and my pens and my pencils and my coloring, everything, and then I'd go to the table. Now, I have those coloring um, pencils and pens because for me, when I'm reading my Bible, sometimes I see a repetitive word and I would want to underline that because I would feel like maybe it's important or maybe there's a reason why it keeps repeating. And then there's sometimes that something really stands out to me. It's like really so powerful. I would like... Um, put it in a color that I feel like I like it. I'm someone like that. I like organizing, so I like color-coded stuffs. So I would do that. And then when I'm done with, like, my chapter, because I told you guys I'm reading my Bible. Like, I'm reading my Bible again from start to finish. So when I'm done with the chapter, what I've been doing now is a chapter a day. Then I would still get my U version verse of the day. So I do that after I'm done with my Bible so that at least I'm touching my phone, like, later on, you know. So I would um take out my journal after I'm done with the, the verse and then I would write down the things that I've learned from that chapter. I would um write down what maybe I saw that was amazing, you know. I'd write down the lessons that I learned and then I would also write down a prayer of um what I want God to do with that chapter in my life. So even before I start the whole process, like I'll tell God, like Lord, for me to be honest, I just want to know God. I'm not trying to be theologically correct in some amazing way. Because sometimes like, I think I was having a conversation with someone the other day and I was telling them that, to be honest, I just feel like, you know, theology is good. All these things, like wanting to know the context of a scripture, wanting to know who wrote the scripture, where they wrote it and how they wrote it. All these things are important. But sometimes let's not, re- let's not really pressure ourselves and take the joy out of just picking up our Bibles and just reading and letting the Lord speak to us, you know. For me, that's what I want to do. I don't have the time in the morning to want to open up Google and start Googling who wrote the scripture and all those things. I just want to listen to the Lord and my Bible is the first place, you know, before every other thing came, God just gave us the Bible. So 
I just write everything down and then I would put my worship music on because you guys know like your girl needs a worship music. Mm-hmm. So, so I would have my worship music on and then I would just, you know, pray and then I'm done. Like that's it, 30 minutes. And then some days I would go and do my run for 30 minutes too, but not every day. Um, I think I'm trying to find a fine line or the balance between listening to my body and also like knowing when I'm just being lazy and also knowing when I need to push myself. So sometimes I go for my run, sometimes I don't. I give my body breaks and I also give myself time to heal and also time to continue doing what I need to do. So for me, I found that that morning works for me uh, by force now because I didn't used to be a morning person. I think I explained this thing to you guys before, but then I'm now a morning person. And to be honest, I think mornings are better than evenings i don't know like no one should come for me but i think i've experienced it now so i can really testify that doing things earlier on in the morning like the bible said it's so sweet it's like honey and it's really really beautiful so i really want to encourage you like seeking the lord first thing in the morning getting into the word let the lord speak to you let him direct your day and i've always told you guys baby steps you must not take things like one chapter at a time You can start with just one verse. Just letting the Lord sit with you for one verse. Talk to him. Talk to him about the verse. Like if you don't understand it, ask him, why don't I understand this verse? You know, I I told you guys, like there was a time in my life where I really didn't get my Bible. Like I wasn't getting my Bible. And I was like, Lord, you have to help me get this thing. I know it is your word. And I believe that I have the ability and I'm supposed to be able to understand it. And he started helping me to be able to understand it because I had the desire to be able to understand it. And I think we can all do that too. So I really encourage you, like, start with the verse a day. Seek the Lord every single day in the morning. Wake up. Seek the Lord. Get your body moving. Like, for me, I really, really want to stress also on the part of getting your body moving because, like, I think in the month of October, what really helped, what really encouraged the the anxiety that I was feeling experiencing adding on the frustration that i was experiencing with just everything in my life was the fact that i stopped like exercising for two weeks i i could feel the the i could feel it in my body i could feel it in my mind i wasn't sleeping properly i wasn't eating properly i was always tired i was always sleepy i was just always not in the mood you know but then i had to like real realized like i sat with myself i was like what have i not done you know what is going on why are things really like changing and then i realized that i'd have stopped something that was so so important whenever i'd wake up at 5 a.m you know someone would think that you'd be tired if you wake up at 5 a.m but when i woke up at 5 a.m and do all these things i'd realize that i have such an energetic day and i'm just so so upbeat i'm i'm awake and you know, I'm very aware of the things that are going on with me. And it's just so amazing. So I was like, it's because I stopped that exercise thing. And, you know, I started doing it again. And then I realized that it was really that thing. So it's it's just so important. I think moving your body also helps your brain. It helps you with your job. It helps you with everything in your life. It also it boosts your mood. It helps keeps you positive and all these things. Because it takes a lot of, like... um mind energy i'm gonna put it like that for you to be able to work out because sometimes we really don't feel like it but you have to push yourself to be able to do it so let's just do that let's just move our bodies and let's just seek the lord every single day just start with seeking the lord all those plans that you've made because sometimes even like the bible said many of the the plans of you know of man but then god has another plan 
So sometimes even those plans that you've made, when you start seeking the Lord every single day, submit those plans to him, submit those plans to him, and also listen to him talking. Because I feel like sometimes when we go to the Lord in prayer, we just come to him with like a very long agenda, and we're like telling him the things that we want him to do. And sometimes it's like we want to just talk more and we walk we want God to listen. We want to talk for him to listen instead of us also listening to him. It's supposed to be a two-way street. So with you seeking the Lord every day in the morning, I believe you'll be able to bring your plans to the Lord. You'll be able to hear from him. And he'll even give you strategies and ideas on how to accomplish these things that you found it very hard for you to accomplish. And I also want to encourage you to also look around you. Check your habits, the small things. I always tell you guys, it's in the small things. Check your habits. Also, check the people around you. Check who is pouring into you. How are they pouring into you? What are the words that are pouring into you? And also, flee away from people with really bad sarcasm. Like, don't do that. Like, if someone is giving you a compliment, but then it's not really a compliment coming from their heart, and it doesn't really even sound like a compliment, I want you to flee away. (laughs) I'm not even going to tell you to be nice about it. Like, pray about it. Pray for them. But then flee away. Flee, my friend. Run for your life. (laughs) On other news, like, just check all of these things. And then also really be kind to yourself. I think that's something that I want to leave you with. Be kind to yourself. Be gracious with yourself. Don't rush anything in your life. Because to be honest, my friend, God has a beautiful plan for you. He has a timeline for you. And if you try to rush and do it on your own timeline, you're going to miss out on the blessing and you're going to you're gonna literally like spoil everything. You're going to spoil it because you're trying to run ahead of him. But the Bible says we serve a God that knows the beginning from, he knows the end from the beginning. He knows the beginning and the end. He like, our God knows the start. He knows the finish. He knows everything in between. So I, why don't we just trust this God? Why don't we just lean on this God? Like don't lean on your own understanding. Lean on this God that, you know, he's so mighty. He's so magnificent. I think... If we can just fully give ourselves to the Lord, just give our hearts to the Lord and just let him really fully work in us. Also trust him as much as you say you do. Don't just say it, actually live it out. Okay, my friend? So I'm really so grateful that you've listened to the end. Quick one on our artist of the week. Her name is Sky Reedy. I'm going to have her link in the show notes. She's like an amazing singer. I really want you guys to go check her out. She's a singer. She's also an amazing songwriter because I think her words uh, is what really like pulled me towards her music. You know, for me, I really love music that has beautiful lyrics, has lyrics that glorifies the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, Because, you know, maybe it's the grandmother side of me, but I just feel like we are really void of music in our day and age. Gospel music that really glorifies the name of the Lord Jesus. Um, It's amazing to know what the, what the Lord has done for us and who he says we are. But sometimes I feel like we deviate and then we we just focus more on ourselves and we even forget the God that we are, you know, supposed to be lifting up his name and everything. So for me, I really love love songs that really talk about, you know, God's power, God's greatness, God's goodness, just the character of the Lord, the nature of the Lord. It really just gives me so much joy. So you guys should go check out Sky Reedy. She has an amazing, amazing um lineup on Spotify. So you guys should go check her out. And also, don't forget to follow the podcast if you're listening on Spotify. If you are on Instagram, please follow the podcast. Tag us when you share it. Like, it's amazing. Some people, be tag- they be sharing, not tagging. <laughs> it's 
it's amazing that you're sharing i'm so grateful for that and if you feel like it no pressure you can tag us and if you're on spotify do subscribe if you're on youtube subscribe and share the podcast with someone god bless you guys so much friends thank you for coming to this chit chat that became 55 minutes (laughs) but i feel like we're just catching up on so many things and i just feel like the lord has really been working on my heart with so many things that i'm really excited to keep sharing with you all as we go through this journey of growth and progress together God bless you guys and we'll talk again next time. Bye!